Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Welcome back, fam, fam bam. We are so excited to be here today. I feel like I was away on vacation and I feel like it's been forever. And Miss Kiana, Kiana Salucci, I almost said green again. <laughs> you will just always be green. I know. Miss Kiana Salucci has been traveling the world, my good people. I was. I was on, and you guys probably know. Um, on our last podcast, I talked about how just pouring into yourself and self-care and self-love and what that looks like. And me um, going away with my husband and friends, like that is much needed in my life. And that's a non-negotiable, yeah. like it's non-negotiable in my life right now. And um, what was the biggest thing needed. you took away from your trip in Colombia? What did like, what was your aha in regards to self-care? So I think for me, the best thing is submerging myself into a culture a hundred percent. Like that is, that's what I love about traveling. That's what I seek in traveling. I think that I, I learn lessons and things come to me when I do so. Um, so I'm not necessarily the girl that goes on vacation and, you know, doesn't submerge and you know wants to keep it Amer- americanized as possible or those yeah. kind of things like so when we were in colombia we we're in south america we literally were in the trenches like we had this beautiful house with a beautiful house staff and even having that that's something i've never traveled having before i've never had a yeah. house staff at all you know so like having that what allowed us to just take off our armor and just relax and be in the moment because we didn't have to do anything. We didn't have to cook. We didn't have to clean. We didn't have to worry about anything. And if you needed something, you said it and it was there. Like that's how crazy it was. Um, So I've never traveled that way. And it was amazing. But amongst that, like being so deep into the culture, like we were right in Cartagena, right in the city, right in the trenches. And it was amazing everything that i could have wanted it to be so um so yeah but i am back here i feel recharged i feel like you know we're gonna get into holiday season coming up all these things and i'm like i'm like ready i'm so glad you said that because our topic today is sort of how do you start to not how do you create a vision how do you start to get ready to create a vision and The date is perfect in our calendar year because we just hit October 1st. My little Bubba Wubba's birthday, he turned three, my little cutie pookie. And we have exactly 90 days until a new year. So what that means is that we have the opportunity to create habits in these next 90 days. And if doing something major for yourself is in the plans starting today is super important. I'm so happy that like you even got there because before I went on vacation and for a while now, like this summer was super busy. We did a lot, I felt like, and I got knocked off of my routine 
a lot. Um, and I know that for you guys out there listening, it happens, um, especially when you're like the primary parent of getting things done. Like, and I know we talk about self-care and putting yourself first, but a lot of times like what you do for yourself or like to do for yourself kind of gets knocked off. Um, yeah. But it's up to us to kind of get back on track. It happens. And that's what happened to me all summer. And I could, I can feel like the buildup happening, yep. like my slow boil, right? My slow boil. And it got to the point where I didn't feel good inside. Like I literally didn't feel good. Yeah. You know, like everything was meh. And I hate feeling like that. I yeah. love to be a visionary. I love to see the good. I like to push through. That's when I feel my best. And I got to the point where everything was meh. And it was the way I greeted my husband when he walked in the door. The way, you know, I talked to the, everything was just like, it was almost like numb. Like I wasn't yeah. feeling too much of anything. And I, it's the worst feeling to have. Well, and if you go back to episode 28 with our self-care episode, we kind of talked about this. Yeah. Just that feeling of nothingness, like not really moving forward, not really moving backwards, but just like not in a place of getting ready to jump off. Yeah. And I know that we have seasons where we're going to be like on like cruise control, right? There's yeah. going to be seasons where we have to kind of reap the benefits of what we sold and things like that. But like, this was different. This was like, I neglected a huge part of myself. And there was other parts of self-care that I'd never skipped a beat on, but that internal feeling that like, that feel good, that dopamine, it was lacking and I could yeah. feel the burden, the heaviness on me. And today, this morning was like my first time actually getting back to a strong workout. And oh, I literally, nice. the second, I was probably like five minutes in and my body was like, this is what oh, you need. Yeah. I this is this. you, this is what it, this is what it feels like. You like this feeling? You can feel this all the time. And I felt so good. So I'm, it's just so happened that this episode is about creating a vision and I've been d battling this strong feeling of like, you have to get back. You have yeah. to get back. And so these are your non-negotiables. And I know what you mean when you say seasons, like you get into a slump. Seasons yeah. could be one day. Seasons could be a year seasons could be one month. It's just yeah. when you get yourself out of it, you then can quantify why you were there and why you stayed there too long. Yeah. That why is typically what you're talking about, like your non-negotiables movement being one of them. Yes. And I was, and I talk about it all the time. And it was like the one thing that I was lacking. I was doing everything else. I was making sure this was done, you know, doing this. I was doing everything else. But that part that is my core, that is for me, I wasn't doing yeah. it. And yeah. I just got to the point where I was like, you know what? <laughs> of course, I'm like sending you merchandise ideas. <laughs> I'm like, I'm on my group creating Trust Me brand merchandise. Right. And I'm like, man. Yeah, and you're like, meh. Well, meh. one, you're on vacation. You only yeah. had one task there, which was right. to bring home some aha moments. Right. But also syncing up energy with, or vibrations even with who you're working with. I feel like yeah. that's a big pivotal thing. It's like you've yeah. got to be connected 
to the, you know, there's very solely times where you're doing something completely alone. Even if it's, you know, you're going on to do one big thing, like right now we're doing this podcast, we're creating a brand. And so while it's you and I, we have to be intrinsically connected and then we have to be connected with our families. And like, there's just like this level of connection that you have to establish before creating that vision or getting into the place even to create that vision. And I think even starting, you know, to create that vision, it's a forever going thing, right? And I feel like that's what happened to me. It was like, I didn't plan for what I wanted. And I I was lost. So creating that vision, just figuring out where you want to be, even a thought, right? Because your vision first is a thought. So thinking like, what do I want out of life? What do I want out of myself? Where do I want to go? What do I, you know, what do I long for? And having that thought and then that follow through, you'll realize that once you get there, it doesn't feel like you just been like running in circles. Yeah. Because you kind of created a pathway. And when you don't have that when you don't have that vision, like how many times, and I've done this so many times where like, um, I set a goal or I, and mentally I set a goal, like I want this and yes. there's no follow through. You stay. I think, that- I think for me, I actually probably don't set those goals up too often. Right. Yeah. You know, I think for you being an entrepreneur, it's maybe a little bit more in your nature to say like, this is the next step. This is the next step. But for someone, you know, in my position, it's not always that obvious to create what is next for you and have it for me personally, have it not connected to work is a big thing. Just developing myself and, and putting stuff out there into the world that I'm connected to intrinsically, but not necessarily having a co-sign on it from an employer. Right. And being a leader in in a company, it starts with a vision. And you have to, in order to be a successful leader, you have to have a vision. And especially when you have employees, because- that's what they're looking for. They're looking to kind of believe and to see and to follow what your vision is. Yeah, you're the so you want to kind of paint that, that picture, right? You got to paint that picture, believe in that picture, work towards that picture, and then have the rest follow. It's an important piece that, that you see, and it's, it's basically leadership 101. When you're building something, you have to first start with self, lead self. Mm-hmm. You cannot lead a team until you appropriately and effectively lead yourself. When we say lead self, we're talking about the physical needs, the hydration, the exercise, the fueling your body, the great sleep, you know, these things, the creative outlets, emotional regulation, right? Like having Mm -hmm. an element of self-awareness. We talk a lot about that. That's leading yourself and making sure that when you do experience discomfort, especially in the form of emotions, that you have an off-ramp for those emotions so that when you are met with complexity or frustration, 
it doesn't derail you or it necessarily doesn't like throw you completely off your path. It may like shock you a little bit, but it's a warning sign to say, okay, like let's pivot, let's do something different. That's what I mean when I talk about leading self. And I think until we get that part right, which is probably what we'll talk most about today, you can't in any way lead a team until you're right with your core, your values. Yep. And I think so. Um, leadership expert Josh, Josh, um, sorry, John Maxwell said, "People buy into leadership before they buy into the vision. People buy into the vision after the leader buys into it." So, yeah, it's almost you're setting an example. You're yeah. having a clear, concise view of what you want, where you're going after, what you're going after. And then once you have that, you start to believe it. As the leader, you start to believe it. You start to walk towards it. And then the rest will follow. The nitty gritty of that, I think, is done in collaboration with your team to say, okay, maybe we sit alone with ourselves. And I have done this with teams in the past where I say, write down your top five values individually. What what are they? Integrity, courage diversity and like what are your values right and then you spend time as a team saying what do we want the team values to be and hopefully they match up and if they don't then you have your gap right there you know what what the the mucky middle is that you have to work on but if they do match up that's great now we can really take that marriage of individual values and, or, and team values and say, okay, how can we apply this to our work? Is that where the vision comes in? Yeah. How does this, like, how would you translate this into, like, your everyday? Yeah. So I am right now, you know, thinking about or, or keeping it with trust me. You know, when I translate that into every day and thinking about you as my team member, right? So individually, I have a value. I believe truly to my core that human rights are fundamental, right? They're, everyone deserves great health care, a safe place to live, equity. Like we deserve that and it's a human right, everyone, right? That's an individual value. So I bring that to you and that's how we pick our topics, is we say, okay, if we believe this value and we want to bring it to the team level in the lens or from the lens of helping, this is how we're going to pick our topic. So I don't know if you've noticed this, but most of our topics are either from lived experience, something that we're going through, or something that's going on in the world around us. So we'll take that and turn it into a service. And that is our podcast, right? So the service to our community is us doing the legwork, building in the vulnerability, understanding what is available in our zone of influence to share with people because we're not doctors, we're not clinicians, right? And we turn it into a service for our community. That's kind of how I would explain it, um, you know, in my everyday with this podcast specifically. Yeah. No, I'll you've said it better than I could. I I feel the same way. I feel like too is for those of you guys that are out there that that don't maybe have a podcast or 
starting a business or something like that. Like when you get to the point where it's not working, whatever it is, right? So if it's your, the way, you know, your parenting, the way you're performing at work, um, your relationship with your husband, your family, your friends, um, whatever it is, if you get to the point where you're realizing like, hey, I need to halt because it's not working. This is not working. That is the time because you are the leader of your life. Yeah. You are the pilot. So you have to create a clear and concise path to navigate you to wherever that end goal is, wherever the light is for you. And when you get to that point where you're feeling like this is not what I want. This does not feel good to me. You know, this is not where I want to be. That's when you stop and you create a vision for yourself. You sit with yourself and you figure out what those things look like, what they are. I've over and over and over again had to create these visions because the second I get off track, like I just told you guys and opened up, I got off track this summer and I knew I did not like the way I felt inside. Yeah. Yeah. That I had to create a vision. What, where do you want to be? Where are you going? What do you desire? Because in my heart, I knew what I wanted. I knew where I wanted to be. It's just like, I wasn't doing the things that I need to do that were necessary to get there. I have two comments on that. The one comment I'm going to make is on your message of when you get to a point where you, you're no longer happy or, mm-hmm. or discomfort. I feel like that process can be done way ahead of the time mm-hmm. of getting to the point where we're like, we're done with this, right? Like, yeah. I feel like even if you check in with yourself and you ask the question, what am I tolerating? Like, what am I tolerating right now that I have an effect on? And it could be like, so for example, let's just use this for an example, getting up at 6am to do something movement based. If you find that a couple weeks go by and you're not doing it anymore, you need to ask yourself, like, what am I tolerating? The question may be, you know, I'm tolerating the excuses. Like I have a bunch of kids, they have busy schedules. So let me just snooze the alarm one more day. What is my action there? My action there is to either snooze the alarm or get up and ignore that negative self-talk, right? And so I have to put an actionable fix in there. Like now when, because that is something that I struggle with is that I really want my, so let me start it with the blueprint. A, A core value of mine is accountability, And the goal is to get up at 6 a.m. every day to have 45 minutes to myself. I'm tolerating my lack of accountability Mm -hmm. in order to do that. And so I think if we do that more frequently, we already know what it is that we have to tackle. It's right in front of us. Yeah. Yep. And I forget the second thing I was going to (laughs) say. You don't look too deep. I went too deep and I really forget the second thing. But what I will say is October 1st, we have 90 days to January 1st. And that 6 a.m. club is something that I have fallen on and off of 
for like the most of my life, most of my adult life. And I really want to get on it because when I check in, I, you know, cause I'm sending you stuff. I'm sending you inspo. I'm sending yep. you thoughts. Like I'm charged up and that vibe is what I take with me throughout the whole day. And when right. I don't do it and I'm not accountable to that, I have this slump that I have to kind of get over and that's yeah. a barrier. Yeah. Yep. And you, like your body tells you, you know, like it's almost like, you know, when you're sick or you're getting run down, like your body shows you the signs, you know, you yeah. don't want to wait into, until your body shuts itself down. And I think that's what I just did. I waited to my, to like, my mind was just like, girl, no, now you know better. It's been too long. And you know, I had to have a moment with myself, but creating that vision and following through can go deeper than just in the workplace. It can go deeper, you know, with, you know, just like a, a quick strategy. Like this is something that like could be like almost like a code to live by. Like, creating- Yeah, I mean, I'm even in the process of creating a vision of how I want to spend my weekends, right? Yeah. To maximize the time with my kids. A part of that vision is no screens first thing in the morning because I just have been burned with that so many times where I think it's going to be an hour, you know, then the kids don't want to get off the screens and I'm irritated because I'm dragging them out. If we just don't even use the screens in the morning, they start being more creative before I even have to probe them. Mm Mm-hmm. But again, you're the leader, right? So yeah, they'll follow you. They're watching. They're always watching. You know, yeah. that's what we're doing as parents is like we're leading our children. Um, so just be mindful that like, like we stated before, it starts within yourself first. I love that. As that leader, that's that. where it has to, that's where it has to boil. That's where it has to, to cook. And then it's almost like once it, once it's doing that, like it will shine through and, and, you know, the vision will be, will be there. The other thing that I think is important is don't have 75,000 goals, have five goals in whatever the division the is like, make sure. And for those of us that have gone through any level of performance reviews, right. The goal has to be attainable. Like we have to, we can't say like, oh, I'm going to make a million dollars, but have like <laughs> 700 in our bank account. Right. Like we right, need right. to like, We need to have that goal be something that is at least 85% reachable, maybe a little bit less. We have to have specificality around it. Who's involved? Like, this is where we kind of go into like creating, you know, that manifestation, like who's involved? What does it look like? What resources will I need? Does it cost money? Do I have the time? Am I going to have to give and take a few things in my life? So I think the other thing too with that is it doesn't feel as overwhelming Mm -hmm. because it's five goals versus 75 goals. And then you can continue to work towards that vision by crushing those goals and creating or evolving them, creating new ones or evolving them from where they are. Yeah. And sometimes I, I, I do believe on like giving like, a 30, 60, 90, which is a 30 day, 60 day and 90, 90 day goal where you can have these smaller goals, right? And maybe your end goal can always be there. The bigger vision can be there, but the 30, 60, 90 is almost ha- like holding you accountable as you go. Yeah. And so whatever that is, so say if, 
your bigger goal is to, you know, I don't know, go for a different position at work. Or your bigger goal is to create more family time. Your bigger goal is to create more time for yourself to go do the things that you love. I love that. What your 30, 60, 90 could be, would be, you know, if it is work-related, it could be, you know, like, I want to go for a different position. So, you know, I'm going to talk to my mentor at work in 30 days. In 60 days, I'm going to apply for whatever that position is. If it's at home and you're talking about more family time, you can say, you know, in 30 days, I want to reduce my screen time by X, Y, and Z. And in 60 days, I want to, you know, at least have, you know, carve out one day out of the weekend that is just for family. And then, you know what I mean? Like, just smaller goals to almost hold you accountable as you get to the bigger vision. I love that because honestly, it's very transferable from a workplace to home because the one thing that I'm hearing is that you not only create these 30, 60, 90, but you communicate them and socialize them. So whether it be with your team at work or your mentor or your leaders, or whether it be with your spouse or your partner or your children, you're committing to that goal. And that I think is very helpful because I know a lot of people that can just fly with the wind. Oh, that sounds good. Yep. That sounds good. Yep. We can go that direction. And then you really never get anywhere because you're wishy-washy. But if you're communicating, it's almost like an unspoken agreement. Like this is what I'm working towards and I want you to know it and I want you to understand it. I want you to ask me questions about it because this is important to me. Yeah. And then there's no real questions around where it is that you're trying to go. Yeah. The other thing is like leaving some space in there to test, right? Like if you set this big, hairy, audacious goal, BHAG goal, and then you test it and you completely fail. Okay. Well, you're still in test period, right? If yeah. there's not a lot of carnage around it, then you're all right. And you can refine it not necessarily like dial it back, but just, just redefine it so that it's attainable. And I think giving yourself some of that leeway to test it is important when creating a vision. Oh, a hundred percent, because it doesn't happen perfectly. You don't just like, you know, create this vision and then you're like, oh, in six days, I'm right where I should be. I'm direct, you know, and everything's it. Yeah. It's, it's trial and error, you know, because you're human. So if it took you, I don't know, if you fell off track and it took you a year to fall off track, the, you know, in the method that you are, or like it took you, gosh, a month or five years, it's going to take some time to kind of get back on. Like it doesn't happen Do overnight. Do you think we're like, I'm just having an aha moment, actually. Like, I kind of feel like we're in the test and refine phase of trust me. Oh, right now as we speak by far yes yep what what like what do you buy into there like because what, I feel you, like... you have done this a number of times so i'm leaning on you as our guru today yeah. but like you have told me things like just create the content like we're just refining you know we don't need to move quickly you know yeah. we don't have to like have everything set in stone right now yeah so because I, I think in our head right because we we live in a world where what we see is what we sometimes think the reality of it is. 
Yeah. And like overnight sensations. Overnight sensations. And it doesn't happen that way. And and I talk about this, I talked about this plenty of times in different episodes, but I talked about the the small things. Yeah. That are done. You know, we created this vision. Beth and I created this vision of what we wanted. And it, it started off of as just conversation. Like it, we did not go into it like, oh my gosh, we should start this podcast called Trust Me Together. And this and is what's how it's the go. business plan. And this is it what wasn't, we're do it was blah, blah, not blah. like that. And I think that a lot of times, you know, you got, you got to be grateful and understand and, and be connected to the beginning stages of how things fall into place. Yeah. So it started off as a conversation, as us being friends and having conversation and talking. And these kind of conversations would happen every time we get together. Right. Yeah. So then I think that we were both in tune with, you know, feeling a void in our lives and wanting something and else. And putting some structure around it. I felt like that's probably yeah. what was happening to us. You know, we we're still a baby. We've only yeah. had the podcast about six months. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, but for us, it was very much like that. Like, and we just or actually, like I should it. say we're in utero. <laughs> we're in utero. <laughs> True, true. But like, that's how it came to us was like, just so organic. And once we kind of like, put it out there. And once Beth, like literally, it was Beth, y'all, she was like, throwing me hence she was like, sending me microphones in the mail. She was like, sending me notebooks from Amazon. <laughs> like, she was like the push. She was just like, uh, just in case you forgot that's because you my strength is like a galvanizer yeah. and that's all my strengths finder and part of that is like taking something and making it flourish yeah and so i knew we had something i just had to get in there and like right. get that first toe in the water and that's what she did so she kind of like slid in my dm kind of thing and she start like whispering sweet nothings into my ear now, but she she basically start doing this. And then once you start to trust yourself, trust your intuition, trust the energy, and you go with it, things like this can happen. So even though we're yeah. still small, right? Like we're still a lot bigger than we were last year because last year this time we didn't have this, right? Right. You know what I mean? So, so even when we on. started, even when we started, what, like March, when we started kind of like recording and getting things together, like we still didn't have this. So no, we were totally testing. So if we, it, exactly. <laughs> so if we look at our goals and we, and we look at our scale, we're, if we are literally like scaling ourselves or comparing ourselves to like a Joe Rogan podcast, you're like, oh shit, yeah. like you guys are like ministering. And honestly, right? we're one of our number one, our one of five goals is to get our technology to work. <laughs> We still had we're problems still with that on today. that. We're still we're still in utero though, right? Right, Beth? Didn't you say that? We're in utero. <laughs> but yeah, so like if we're comparing ourselves to like a Joe Rock Rogan podcast or any of the bigger names that we're like, oh my gosh, you guys are minuscule. You're like, you know, not even on the map. Yeah. But if we compare ourselves to where we were last year, holy shit, we're like, oh, we made so it. True. Like, and we're, honestly, you know what I mean? So look at really the scale. You know what I mean? So look at your scale. And I think that's what you have to look at is like, okay, you can't compare yourself to someone that is way beyond like that. It could be a good, um, I don't even know what to, like how to, what to call it, but it, 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 it could, could be, be a something goal post, a goal post or something also, like fire, but like, look at where you are right in the moment and compare yourself to who you were yesterday. 
that's the yeah, only measuring thing your you progress is so key such a good measuring and you have to do that because like you know you'll you'll talk yourself off to a ledge not even off like you'll just I mean, like, honestly your inner critic will start to come out where you're like okay well i'm not gonna get there or you know it's just it's it's fizzling out you know i tried my best but if you aren't if you're not looking in the rear view to measure your progress that is when that inner critic is going to be more loud i think if yeah. you make a intentional practice to measure your progress and get right with you're not going to be a joe rogan if you don't have a production company right like you got to get right with like what you're Come like back we can't even get our husbands on this podcast because we're so busy like and we live right. with them right. but we can't even get them on the podcast and so we got to just be realistic with where we right. are and where we've come from we're going we're, we're going to have a, a oprah as a guest or we're going to be a guest on oprah's podcast <laughs> on the own network uh but no it's good to have those visions but understand because like if you're measuring yourself to someone that's not even on your scale. Yeah. It can alter your vision. Yeah. It can alter where you originally wanted to go. And you in in a negative way. And you don't want that. Yeah. You don't want that. And just it could trigger your ego too, which we've talked about ego in a number of episodes. Yeah. But you don't want to trigger ego versus triggering confidence. Like you want confidence. Confidence. that you have what it takes to meet your vision your path where there's no traffic right you don't but have conf- you don't have the ego ego is going to get you nowhere right and the confidence will take you further than where you can even imagine and doing those small little things every day is going to build your confidence um and get you to where you need to be in a more yeah. sh- like, stronger way so, like, the vision is is necessary to have. Yeah. And we can kind of wrap it up with the last thing I wanted to talk about was celebrating. Celebrating the wins. I think for us, when we started this, we were like, if we could just get an hour of dedicated time a week. And we've found that hour plus more. Like, we yeah. found the hour. We're doing our social. We're writing blogs. Our website is on. Like, we are. We need to celebrate these wins. Yeah. Because they are. Like, I. And sometimes I get in my head. Sometimes I get in my head. I've done this over and over again. Where I'm like, ah, oh, like, it didn't, like. Am I there yet? I feel like I need to do more. I feel like I need to, like. You know, yeah, I, is get, it I get in that spin. A yeah, lot. and then and you, you gotta look usually back. will check me and say like, "We're good." You know, yes. just keep doing this, that, yeah. But I can spin out on that thought too. Yeah, like I should be further along by now. Exactly, and I feel like you have to look at it and say, "Where are you right now?" Look around you. Look at where you are. You're so. Yeah. Sometimes we get so dedicated. With dedication is um, is, is a great quality to have. 100% dedication would get you there but sometimes we let it blur our vision and we don't yeah. even understand or, or we're not even taking in and being grateful for where we are at this moment yeah yeah and being fulfilled such, of where, of where we are and if you're yeah. looking if you're constantly looking for something you're constantly moving you're not even like taking into consideration that like you worked so hard to get to this point Right. It's okay right. to want more. It's okay to want to keep going. But being I love that. 
humble and where you are and what you've done and and living in that like that they're the small they're, they're the glimmers that like sometimes we overlook yeah. because we're so focused on getting the getting the goal done or getting that to that we place. miss the everyday magic that we miss the we magic. are so focused on that out there we miss the right here yeah um one thing that I just want to reemphasize is that everyone usually waits till January 1st to do that thing. And we're saying, start now, start now, start getting a vision together of what you want your 2024 to look like. Put it on paper, make a contract with yourself, redefine it, test it out. And then when you're ready over these next 90 days, start putting these little pieces into place so then by the time you reach January 1, 2024, you're, you're sustaining it. it. You're mm-hmm. sustaining it. You've already created that habit. You're already a better whatever for it. And if you guys are out there and, and some of us work better, if we have, you know, a partner, if we have someone that's actually doing it with you, with them, just know that I am. And this season that I'm walking into is personal for me. And... Oh. I am going in strong. So if if you're that person that needs a partner, needs someone that's that's you know focused and doing the same thing, just know that I am here and I am coming for the new version of myself. I love that your so, the stakes have never been higher, honey. Never been higher. This this <laughs> one's personal. This one is personal. Oh. So. All right, everybody, we love you. This was good. Yes. And I like how everything lined up, like the first yeah. of the month, the right, like how everything lined up. All right, my good people, give us a listen. If you do not already, follow us on Instagram at trustme underscore the underscore podcast. We are now on TikTok. TikTok. Uh, we are. Trust me. Trust me, BK on TikTok. So love it. Give us a follow. Subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you choose. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in. Stay true to us. We'll stay true to you. If you guys have any comments, any questions, any podcast topics, please DM us. Don't be afraid. And until next time. Love yas. Bye. Bye.